Hello and welcome to another episode of Dee's Diary. I ask that you go ahead and get comfortable so that we can begin chapter one of the adulthood series. Everybody's got a story. One that is molding them into who they are. So here's my story. Ups and downs. Good and bad. Take from it whatever lessons you choose. And if it doesn't pertain, just leave it. Come listening as I share my diary. Cause this is D's diary. D's diary. D's diary. Entry one. Dear diary. Adulthood came with its own level of confusion. 18 years of age started me on my college adventure. Well, technically speaking. I started college when I was still 17 and a few weeks later I turned 18. The day leading up to the first day of college, I was a bit nervous. When I was in high school, college students just seemed so much older, taller, and overall grown. It's as if entering college was a rite of passage of some sort and a passage that was not to be taken lightly. During the high school college application process, all the colleges I applied to were out of state. But for financial reasons, I ended up starting at an in-state community college. The reason behind me having applied to all of the out-of-state colleges was because nearing the end of high school, the, quote, moving bug had begun to grab a hold of me and I just felt like I needed to get away. Interestingly enough, I did not realize the serious hold that moving bug had on me until years later, somewhere in my mid-twenties, when I began to feel as if whatever this moving bug was, without balance, was starting to have somewhat negative impact on my life, and I needed to trace its roots in order to get a hold on it. So, I started to trace my past and found the source of where this seed was planted. As you will learn more in the childhood series, I had a very unstable childhood, speaking in terms of living arrangement. Tracing back to as far as I can remember, I had not lived in one location for more than a year and a half. So here's the breakdown. I came to the United States in 1997, February or March. And by the end of 1998, I was sent back to my country of origin, Liberia which I stayed from 1998, say December, to June of 2000, when I was sent back to the U.S. While in the States, I stayed with some family members from July 2000 to the following August of 2001. In August of 2001, I moved to a different state and stayed there until July of the following year, 2002, and then moved back to the state I lived in the previous year. I stayed in that state from 2002 to March of 2004, at which time I was shipped back to Liberia. In Liberia, I got a bit of stability having been there from March 2004 to February 2007, so almost three years, at which time I was brought back to the U.S. So in calculating all that, 
unbeknownst to me, my subconscious had learned to become jittery or nervous when I was approaching that year and a half mark. By the start of college in August 2008, I had been back to the U.S. about a year and a half, having returned in February of the previous year. So my jitters or moving bug was running on full. I hadn't even completed the first day in my college class when I began zoning out in class thinking to myself, there has to be more to life than this. Maybe I can join the Peace Corps or just move to another state and figure it all when I get there. Or take a bus and go stay with family somewhere else. I just felt a strong desire to leave home and fly like a bird, for lack of a better term. On the way home from class one day, I saw a classmate on the public bus, which I rode to and from school. I didn't say anything to him that day, but about three weeks later, on the ride to school, I said hello. He and I talked for the duration of the ride and also the walk from the bus stop to class. After class that day, he told me he was headed to work at a place called the Boys and Girls Club. Out of curiosity, I asked him what it was and what job duties were. After his explanation, I, I said it sounded fun and asked if they were hiring. He said I could come along and speak to the director of the center and see what he says, so I did. After I spoke with the director, he told me there was a position still available for youth director for the 13 to 17 year olds in the teen center, and I could start in two weeks. I quickly accepted. What can I say? I needed a job, and I have worked with the youth population before when I volunteer at summer camps and outdoor retreats, even though I was still a part of that population then. How hard could it be, I thought. Two weeks later, I entered the Boys and Girls Club and made my way to the teen center. I was excited to begin work and ready to change lives. There were between 10 to 15 kids in the room. Some were sitting on the couch in the back of the room. Others were at the study table to the left. A few were laying on the area rug in the middle of the room and two were at the whiteboard to the right of the room, drawing what looked like cartoons. I couldn't tell. So, with pride and dignity, I walked to the front of the room and with volume, I said, Hello everyone, my name is Miss D. And I would like you all to please make your way to the front of the room so we can introduce ourselves and get started. Only the two students who were drawing on the board made their way to the front of the room. The rest of them continued their activities after my little spiel as if nothing was said. So. I added a little bass in my voice and repeated. One of the kids who was sitting at the table chewing the life out of a piece of bubble gum turned toward me, rolled her eyes and said, and you are, aren't you like 12? Another kid started laughing, he he ha ha. Well, at least she called me young and not old, so the cocoa butter must have been doing something right. And you know how you turn behind you, although your back is almost touching the wall, just to give someone the benefit of the doubt that perhaps they were talking to one of their peers who just happened to be standing behind you. 
because there was no way they were talking to you. Because last time I checked, I was grown, grown, 18 years old and in 13th grade, no way she was talking to me. So belligerent old me replied, oh, I'm sorry, bubblegum. Did you have something you want to share with the group? And all of the kids were like, ooh, she told you. You know how kids are. No loyalty. <laughs> that must have made her feel some type of way. And maybe it must have embarrassed her a bit because maybe she wasn't expecting me to reply. She eventually moved to the front along with the other kids and we did our introductions. We had a long conversation for the remainder of the day until the center was closing and they were getting picked up. Prior to them leaving, I told each one of them to write on a piece of paper some topics they would like us to cover during our discussion time in the teen center. I should add that Bubblegum's list was the longest. <laughs> each day they came to the teen center, we would pull from the hat and choose from the topics they had written down. Within such a short period, it's like I saw different kids. It was amazing watching them grow and learning to express themselves and be so excited about discussion time because they got to talk about things they were going through or they were curious about. Having been at the Boys and Girls Club, I learned a lot about the youth and adolescents population when it comes to working with them. I observed that they don't trust people automatically, but when they start feeling safe, if you listen keenly, you can hear their innermost thoughts, inner pain, inner curiosity, inner worries, inner joys, but overall confusion like the rest of us. It's safe to say that experience began my interest in working with that population. You know, in order to assist them as they navigate this world of unknowns and just being so unsure about what comes next. A few months later, one day after class, I headed to the restroom and through one of the stalls, I heard someone crying. I should have probably just walked out and minded my own business, but I didn't. So after I was done washing my hands, I pretended to do my makeup, mostly lip gloss because I wasn't putting anything on my face just so I could kill time until they came out. I could tell the person was trying to be quiet in hopes that whoever was in the restroom would hurry up and leave. That didn't happen. <laughs> so eventually, the person rushed out the stall toward the sink to wash her hands and maybe attempt to race out the bathroom to avoid conversation. I was able to catch a glimpse of her face and realized it was someone I went to high school with, someone I had just graduated with. I called her name and she turned toward me and we both slightly smiled. I told her I didn't mean to intrude but I heard someone crying so I stayed to see if they were okay. It's funny how when someone is intruding they always start with, I didn't mean to intrude. <laughs> she replied that it was okay. She explained that she had just lost both of her grandparents. She elaborated that about a week or a few weeks prior, she lost her grandfather, I think it was. And the day before our meeting in the restroom, she lost her grandmother. 
She said her family figured that would happen because her grandparents had been married for so long and their bond was too strong. But even though she knows they're happy together now, her not having them by her side just hurts and it makes it hard to accept. We continued the conversation and we walked out the restroom and found one of those outside picnic benches that always seems to be readily available on college campuses and sat and talked for about an hour or so. Mind you, this girl and I hung within the same group of friends in high school and the most we would say to each other would be hello as we passed. But there we were, talking about life and destiny and goals and grandparents, family, and the power of unbreakable bonds between two people when it comes to true love etc etc there we were two strangers taking the time to simply sit and chat with one another as we were talking my mind was just in awe of how often we pass the same people and never know a zip about what is really going on in their world or their mind after that hour-long conversation we gave each other a big long hug and went on our merry way. That that was before Corona, of course, when people still give hugs. <laughs> on the bus ride from school to work that day, I had tears in my eyes. I felt so sad for what she was going through and just how unaware we are as humans about what goes on in another person's world. When I got to work that day, I shared a bit with the teens about what had just happened. I shared with them that I had just had an hour-long conversation with someone with whom I passed in the hallway every day in high school and who I didn't share more than the hello with, but today I entered that person's whole world and would have never guessed all they had been through, even while we were in high school. I didn't share any detailed information with the teens, but I just try to make it a point to them that they should try to be a bit more patient with their fellow peers in high school and even at the teen center because as easy as it may be to tease someone because we don't understand why they think the way they do or act a certain way, it's never a good idea. And if time permits, they should try to get to know that person and try to step into their shoes. And maybe then they could find the humility to be a little bit more gentle with one another. Some kids took hold of what I said and others yelled jokingly, We ain't soft. Don't nobody be talking about feelings in high school, Miss D. (laughs) We all gently chuckled. Being aware that everything got its time. And they were still growing and understanding. I simply smiled and continued our teen center topic of the day. After having just learned one of my greatest adult lessons about the importance of taking time to get to know people below the surface, little did I know I was about to learn another one about two weeks later. I was hanging with a friend of mine and we happened to have the TV on the news for some odd reason. As we were talking The news anchor interrupted the message to talk about a traffic jam on the highway because of a major accident sometime 
earlier in the day. So we increased the volume and tuned in and heard the anchor say, it was a multiple car accident and only one casualty and the victim has been identified as so-and-so. As the anchor called the person's name, I fell to the floor, weeping uncontrollably. So come to find out, the victim was the girl I had just spoken to in the bathroom two weeks or so prior. My friend and I were both in disbelief. He also knew the girl because we all went to the same high school and we were both just tearing up. I kept saying, I just talked to her the other day. I just talked to her the other day. As I sat on the floor, unable to process the pain I was feeling, I realized at that moment just how short, fragile, and unpredictable life can be. A week or so later, at her funeral, it felt like our whole graduating class was there, just crying and holding each other close and shaken by the fact that we hadn't even been out of high school a year and already we were attending a funeral. After the funeral that night, as I was lying in bed, staring at the ceiling, the thought I had a few months ago on that first day of class came back to me. I began saying to myself, there has to be more to life. There has to be more out there than staying in the same neighborhood, same city, same state. Look how short life is. One has to live and live fully. And all these emotions started Stirring within me in terms of what next. Little did I know that that thought would stay with me for the rest of the school year. And that was the thought that would put me on the search to answer the question of, quote, what next? And the what next I ended up choosing is one that to this day has had the greatest impact on my life. Those yellow footprints. Well, looks like this concludes chapter one of adulthood. Be sure to tune in next Friday at 8 a.m. for chapter two. Till next time, God bless.